Yeah, where, where do you work? Uh, for the Department of Defense. Department of Defense? Yeah, over in Northeast Philly. <laughs> so you defending Philly? I'm defending Philly from the evils that beat, dude. Yeah. You know how it gets. From the, from the I'm Taliban? doing a shitty job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My car's gotten broken into four times. Oh, yeah? They're winning, yeah. Yeah, goodness gracious. My friend's car just got broken into. Really? Over the weekend in Philly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any valuables in there? No, she said they just like made a mess. Like they didn't even find anything. They just like squirted all the hand sanitizer on the seat. Yeah. And like didn't even look in the back to like take stuff that could be taken. They just I made just, a mess. Wow. Well, did she have a cow? Was it Bart Simpson that did it? Let's go, It's going to be an F, all right? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a, a, like a menace. It sounds it's, like, yeah, yeah like I think it was. Menace. It seems like it was. Yeah. Somebody would break into my car and just see how disgusting it is and just judge me and not even take anything. I hope. <laughs> I mean, I have like trash from maybe two years ago sitting in the back seat. How do people get in your car? Do you not lock it? It's a mixed. Man, you never know what's going to happen with a guy like me, dude. I'll lock the car. I won't lock the car. I'll leave the windows <laughs> down. <laughs> I like. I leave like, the doors <laughs> open. Sometimes the doors get If the trunk's open, the trunk's open. I don't have control over that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Never know what's going to happen with a guy like me. <laughs> Two Jack Bros. Uh, welcome back to Two Jack Bros. And if it is your first time, welcome to you as well. And thank you for giving us a shot. I am Sydney. I am sitting next to the world champion, Ansley. Hello. And today our guest is none other than the Matt Peoples. Hello. What's up, guys? How are you? Thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, I almost called you Matthew Peoples, but I didn't want to dox you. Do whatever you got to do, dude. Dox me, the math's better. (laughs) Leave out the few, will you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, are you a Matthew, though? It depends on what day it is, dude. What's today? Tuesday? I'm a Matthew today, actually. Can Can you... Put me in touch with your parents real quick. Could you put me in touch with them, dude? I miss them. <laughs> they won't answer my calls. <laughs> That's uh, all right. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Peoples. Sure. <laughs> are you aware of what we do on this podcast? I've seen a couple eps. I'm terribly nervous, okay. but we're here to do it, dude. Yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah. That's exciting. If you're tuning in for the first time or if you've been tuning in, you still don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> Basically, what we do is we try to prove that even a wretched stand-up comedian can reach a life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and two idiots can help him do it. Yeah. There's <laughs> uh, hope for us all. So that's the point of this podcast. We interview the comedians with the point of opening up their chakras from the bottom up, hoping that the comedian and you, the listeners, will reach enlightenment by the end of the episode. You down with that? Yeah, dude, that sounds great. I've been hung over for like two days, so I need a little bit of enlightenment. Let's make this happen. I think that's how it starts. You think so? Yeah, really? I think you have to start from the bottom and go up. If you this can't. is an intervention, you have to tell me right now. Dude. I think that's <laughs> like an undercover cop or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and here comes your parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit, you do know, dude. I'm Matthew, I told you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as you know, uh, Matthew, everybody gets the same questions. <laughs> and uh, Ace, take it away. So, Matt, what situation or event did you learn the most information from? Oh, boy. Huh. Let's see. Uh, hmm. We go deep off the bat. I had a buddy who passed away, mm-hmm. and he was a bit of a party guy, and he used to get behind the wheel, get a little crazy every once in a while, and that's how it ended up happening. So, I've been a little more tepid. In college, I was kind of like going out, getting hammered all the time, doing crazy shit. And since that happened, I've kind of been a little more like self-aware. You know, mm-hmm. Ubers have been hit up quite a bit by your boy. Yeah. A couple of vomits in the backseat. Sorry about that. Uh, so, yeah, I would say like just seeing like a kind of unfortunately, like it took a catastrophic life event for me to like learn a somewhat mild lesson of not that I was doing it much beforehand, but just kind of like being more aware uh, when I'm allowing myself to get a little thoughtless mm-hmm. i guess okay and uh just really quickly you 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 have you vomited in the back of an uber yeah i did it in my hand put it in my pocket and i got a little bit on the back seat <laughs> yeah and he was like dude you dropped doritos back here and i was like yeah they're doritos for sure dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for sure. that just made it so much grosser it like, gross. but it's also for <laughs> the, it was if, sweet that you tried to put it in your pocket yeah. <laughs> <I did. laughs> unfortunately that was like the fourth try that i've ever done and that was the best attempt okay so, and uh, I just want everybody listening who, who can't see uh, Mr. Peoples, uh, he's a large man. Yeah. He's a very large guy. I can imagine there was a lot of vomit in the back of that seat. That was a hefty amount of vomit, and it was a much liquid quantity. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. How'd your pockets fare? <laughs> My pockets <laughs> held up pretty good, to be totally honest with you. I made about halfway home, and I got home, and, 
you know, I had to pull the phone wallet keys out and I got a little residuals coming out, yeah. but everything was good. The Uber didn't charge me or anything. And I became a better man. If you ask me, goodness gracious, you ever wake up you know, or not, not necessarily wake up, but you put on a pair of pants you haven't worn in a while and you find money in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy finds vomit. In yeah. <laughs> I found a dollar bill too, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Third pocket full of vomit. Yeah. <laughs> we're opening the third eye in the third pocket on this podcast. Yeah. That happens pretty early. So, uh, so your, your, your buddy car accident, I'm imagining from, uh, driving drunk. And then what would you say if you could distill in like a sentence what it is that you took away from that experience? What would it be? I don't think I was ever a selfish dude, but I think just like totally understanding the toll it takes on other people. You know, I think like in order to understand like how you feel, you have to observe those around you and realize that like you're not just kind of living for yourself. You're pretty connected to those who care about you. So I think I watched that and I was like, damn, it'd be pretty fucked up if... My parents came here, found out I was Matthew, and then I fucking <laughs> <laughs> took a left turn into a gate. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I guess it's something you want to think about. You, you don't want to, like, you want to make sure that you die in a way that makes your friends and family say, "Well, that's the way he yeah. wanted to go." Yeah, yeah. I want to die sick as hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think I'm gonna get there. Like, I had kidney failure a year ago, and if I would have went out with some K failure, that would have been a tough one. Yeah, that is. Uh, nobody wants to. Like, <laughs> how young are you? I'm 27. You're 27? Yeah, with your organs failing at 20. We're racking up miles, dude. Yeah. This is my ninth Red Bull today. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had a kidney stone? No. Have you? No. Any kidney stones? No. Can ladies get kidney kidney stones? I guess they just handle them. They pass them better. Yeah. They they poop them out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they poop them out. Yeah, true. (laughs) It's uh. All right, so <laughs> we're getting to the bottom of all the issues here as yeah. well. We don't the literal leave, bottom yeah, of it, yeah, that's where they poop it out, yeah. yeah. All right, so that's, uh, I mean, there's no reason to, to, to beat that, to keep going on with that story. I almost said beat that dead horse. I yeah, I don't know why I opened with just one of the saddest <laughs> things that ever happened to me. Like, did you ever learn anything? I was like, my friend died. I miss him every day, dude. This podcast is fun. <laughs> I mean, that's how it goes sometimes, right? I mean, that's 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 the job of... of us as the host and slightly you as the comedian to kind of make this stuff funny. But it's like, but don't, don't worry about it, man. Just speak your truth and we'll figure it out from there. Let's do it. All right. So now <laughs> we're going to open up the chakras. That was basically, uh, everybody gets the same icebreaker question. <laughs> Damn, I broke the fuck out of that ice. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sorry you, about the ice guys. You, melted. you vaporized that ice. <laughs> well, I got my buddy, John Tommy's He's like, I teared up. And I was like, I'll make myself tear up in the first four minutes. Dude. Let's, get cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's cry. <laughs> <We're gonna> cry. <laughs> Uh, all right, so now we're going to open up the chakras from the bottom up. Ace, take it away. All right, so we're going to start at the survival chakra. It's also in the butthole. You're going to give the disclaimer. Yeah. Um, are you okay with that? Yeah. <laughs> are you out of your stone? Yeah. 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 All right. So, Matt, how did you learn to overcome fear? Uh, I think probably still going through it. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty deeply anxious guy at all times, which is pretty funny because, like you said, I'm a large fella. So I think people look at me and they're like, ah, he's probably this fucking douche, whatever. But at all times, I'm constantly worried about everything happening around me. I don't know if you guys have any of that. Um, well, yes, for sure. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're humans, but I have to address this really quickly. Are you are you under the impression that uh, you can't be anxious and a douche? Ooh, I like where your head's at. I'm trying to do. Hey, I'm doubling up the game here. Yeah, no, no, true. I'm, not saying, I'm, I'm in no way, shape, or form saying that you are a douche. But what I'm saying is, being anxious doesn't necessarily exempt you from douchebaggery. I think at a surface level, maybe like artificially, people would observe. And this again, this is how much I'm thinking about what I'm being perceived as. Mm-hmm. I think people might, in my head, I'm like they look at somebody that's a larger orange man, and they're like, he probably is never worried about anything in his life. And I'm like, oh, contraire, dude, at yeah. all times. Well, except like UV rays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm terrified. I'm, I, saw, I got an app that tells you uh, how toxic the stuff you use is. I don't know if you've seen this before, but there's an app you can download that if you use like shampoos, conditioners, body soaps, whatever, it tells you how bad it is on a scale of one to 100. And most of the suntan lotions that I call them uh, were zero out of 100. So not only am I getting burnt, I'm also infecting my entire body for the past 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the like like you go down a deep rabbit hole as a mom because yeah. they tell oh, like yeah. once you start putting that on your kids, they're like, you can't put that on your baby. You're going to kill your baby. And you're yeah. like, OK, well, then what do I put on them? And you have like buy that horrible suntan lotion that doesn't rub in. Yeah. Like, that's why kids are all like white and pasty and 
because you're like i can't and then it's so expensive and then you buy the old stuff because the other stuff doesn't it's like a huge yeah as a mom you definitely go down that our kids hole. are brown and ashy yeah <laughs> don't <laughs> put I'm anything jealous, on dude. <laughs> it seems sick yeah <laughs> cannot relate yeah we just let them get whatever condiments they get on themselves that's <laughs> <laughs> that's wait but we, will this app scan your red bull and tell you how bad that is yes. for you yeah. Everything I put in my body at all times is horrific for me. And I'm like, <laughs> I wonder why I have a tummy ache today. And it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're you're an anxious guy, right? Yet you still do things. So how does that happen? Like how do, how are you able to overcome uh the the momentary anxiety to push forward to do a thing? I think it's a combination of the anxiety and then like some level of a work ethic where I'm like, well, if I don't do it, I'm just going to be here again tomorrow. So mm -hmm. I just have to go do it. It's going to suck. It's going to be whatever. You know, when you first start doing stand up or just like to the effect of just going out to after a mic and just socializing and stuff, you're kind of like, well, you're just going to have to put yourself out there, hang out, mm -hmm. see what happens. Nobody really cares that much about you. It's all the stuff you coach yourself through in your head. And then in the moment, you're like, oh, man, they hate me. They think I'm annoying. They know how toxic my suntan lotion is. Like, all <laughs> yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So do you, do you, did you grow up with your dad? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So is that where you get your work ethic? I think so. I think it may be. Okay. Yeah, he was one of those guys who was like, uh, I'll see you at like 7 o'clock, four times a week, five times a week, and then we can talk on the weekends when I yell at you about your basketball game. Okay. But he's the man. He rules. Yeah. I mean, what was he yelling at you about? Follow through? <laughs> it was unbelievable. I mean, as a as a skinny fat kid, my entire life, when he was like, "You got to jump higher, run faster," I'm like, "Brother, this is your fault. <laughs> These are your <laughs> genetics I'm working with. You're a five foot eight white guy from New Jersey. This is all I got." Yeah. Okay. So basically, so if 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 I'm interpreting this correctly, so for you dealing with a fearful situation is kind of just like head down and grind through it. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I think I have. A, I can at least just be like by. It's a weird, I've always said this phrase in my head, but by the end of it, it'll be done, which mm. is always, I've always told myself, like, you've done it a million times, things have happened, they've occurred, and then by the end of it, you don't have to think about it anymore. And that's unfortunately become like seven days a week with shit yeah. I do between work and stand up and all that kind of stuff. I like that. Yeah. By the end of it, we'll be done. Yeah. Right? That's a good mantra. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. It doesn't, it's, it's not a result oriented mantra. Yeah. It's more it's... of a just like, you know, no matter what, at the end of it, it will be done. Yeah. Right? I like it. Yeah, I, like I it can too. live with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, that is a, a butt chakra pop. Yeah. <laughs> we popped that butthole right up in that. My butt rules, dude. Yeah. That's sick. Dude. My dad would yeah. be so proud of my butthole right now. Yeah. I think he would be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he would, dude. I think he'd be kind of bummed out, very honestly. Yeah, he'd be bummed out about your bum right now. <laughs> if he found out that I was 11 minutes late to do this podcast, he'd be like, you're oh. such a fucking dork, dude. Mm. What if he found out that you were 15 minutes late? Oh. <laughs> That's a lie, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was 14. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, we'll move on to the next one. Ace, yeah. keep it moving. We're at the pelvis chakra now. So, Matt, this is a little segment we like to call My Bad. So it's an opportunity for you to apologize to a person, place, or thing in order to set your karma back to neutral. Wow, we just got done doing Matt's Patreon episode, and boy, was it a good time. You were going to learn some super dark secrets about this man. Gotta check it out, Matt. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. This was awesome. Thank you guys for having me. This Dude, was a lot of fun. Thank you for being here. Oh, my God. As late as you were, thank you for coming. Oh, God. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. And definitely check out Matt's podcast, That Rules, that he does with John Montag, who was also on Two Jack Bros. And you can check out his episode as well. And then head on over and check out That Rules podcast. And, of course, check out the Patreon, uh, which is the counter to the podcast you're watching right now, which we call Two Jack Bros. After Dark, where we're going to enlighten Matt's shadow self. And you can also check out on our Patreon some fight commentary and analysis that we do on Ansley's Jiu-Jitsu matches. Whether she wins or loses, we put it out there. So now we're going to get back this episode and find out who or what Matt has to apologize to. Oh, man. Probably, probably just about every girl I've dated mm. <laughs> might be the exact. I don't know if you've gotten that answer several times. I was I dated before my girlfriend now everything's great mm -hmm. we're we're the best of pals we were at a strip club on Sunday night and that was an event and uh, I don't know why I told you that as if it's a good thing but here we are <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wait, what <laughs> why did you tell us that Matt well, I want you guys to know I feel like we're really getting deep in my pelvis right now <laughs> I want you guys to understand yeah. what it's been involved with yeah for sure did you get any pelvis dances while you were at the uh, the strip club back to the butthole thing the anxiety said no sorry okay that's fair all right so 
uh, now you're apologizing to the, your other ladies for not taking them to strip clubs? Is that <laughs> I, no, I don't think it's necessarily to that effect. But, I mean, if you did want to go, I'm my bad on that one. Uh, but, yeah, I think you just, yeah, like, as a guy, for whatever reason, we're given so much leeway with our emotional immaturity that I think I exercise that through most of my prior relationships mm. of just, like, just very foundational stuff of, like, uh, like when you apologize to somebody and you're just saying like, I feel so bad. I did that. I shouldn't have done that. I, whatever. There's not a lot of like empathetic action going on where you're like, I can't imagine how you felt. That must've sucked for you for whatever reason that took me till like I was in my early twenties to have any concept of. Yeah. I think you did the right thing. I don't, I think if you apologize that way to a young lady, you empower her too much. You know, I, I hate to say it, but I fully agree with you, dude. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, let's go, dude. We're sowing the seeds of a fight here. Yeah, I'm just saying, we've been together long enough where I can apologize to you that way, and I'm not afraid of the power you garner. Yeah. You know, but, like, when you're when you're young and you apologize to a woman that way, she's just like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just racking up. That, that's, like, that's ammunition. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, uh. So what what at your at your highest point of immaturity like what what kind of things are we talking about? I uh, broke up with a girl over text and then sent her a selfie of me and one of my buddies, just saying bet this sucked. Just drunk. See, these are bad things. Wait. I'm talking about this. Is, <laughs> Wait, <hold on. laughs> yeah, this is not great. I'm not making myself a very endearing character on here, but well, here's the thing. I I I do agree. I don't have a problem with the idea of breaking up over text. I mean, you're breaking up. Yeah, you don't owe a person if you're break if you're done with them, you can do that through the written word. I don't think you have to do it face to face. Yeah, all right. But you then sent her a selfie of you and your homie, like what, like holding beer, like were you guys having like? So basically, I was out at a bar one night uh, in college, and I sent her a text that I was like, "Hey, when I get back, we should talk." She was at my apartment, and then she was like, "Oh, okay. What do you want to talk about?" And I was like, "I don't know, but it's important." And then like two hours went by and I was hammered and I forgot that I had sent that text. Mm. So I was out and I usually would just send her selfies when I was at the bar of like me and one of my friends like, hey, what's up? So I just sent her a selfie of him and I and was like, hey, what's going on? And she was like pretty emotionally distraught, actually, now that you mention it. (laughs) And then got back and broke up thereafter. But it wasn't like I said, hey, we're done. And then I was like, you fucking idiot, whatever. Yeah. Oh, so that was like a. You, you, you pre-broke up with her. You didn't necessarily break up with her. <laughs> pre-broke up, sent a, an annoying selfie, and then got home and did the full breakup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, at the very least, listen, I know people disagree with me about breaking up over text being okay, but at the very least, it is okay to get the ball rolling yeah. over text. You can, yeah. I, would, I think I would, on the other end of that, I think I would have appreciated you to come home and not leave me hanging for like over two hours while you were out drinking. He didn't leave her hanging. He sent a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah. But like, a like, picture is a thousand words. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. it was like a live selfie too. So she could like click it and saw that I smiled, put my beard down. I was like, it's not going to be good, dude. <laughs> not great. So my be on that one. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, so eat your words. <laughs> you apologize to our guests right now. <laughs> I don't think you should. Dude. No. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good apology. Well, do I mean here's a, here's an opportunity right now for you to make up for all of those bad apologies that you had. You can look into that camera right now and you can give the mature apology. A, a blanket mature apology, not necessarily to any specific girl because current girlfriends do not like that. But just <laughs> <laughs> they hate it. They do. They We've um, broken people up. Talking we about haven't broken exes. people up. You've broken people Be- up on this no, podcast. No, we people haven't. Up. People, people have... have broken up because of things said on the podcast. Really? Yes. That's wild, dude. That's sick. I mean, that's two Jack Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start texting around and asking what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Which? What is your 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 new man? Oh, mature. Po- your, your mature Yo, apology. my bad on that one, dude. Oh, shit, true. Yeah, all right, my bad. Yeah, Take off. Yeah, yeah. Put the that. party hands away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop looking horns for a second, please. Um, uh, first of all, of course. Stop. <laughs> no, the open hands are okay. Yes. Open hands oh, yeah, are open okay. Open hands are okay. Okay, I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> we won't micromanage your apology anymore. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> sorry about that one. Uh... <laughs> It's all, you know, that's always going to happen. You can't really avoid that. But in retrospect, uh, it was pretty silly and mean of me. And hope things are chilling ill with you. Yeah. You're the worst apologizer <laughs> ever. Oh yes. And I would like to uh, piggyback on that apology to you ladies and say, you never know what's going to happen with a guy like him. 
<laughs> the worst part is I'm gonna get a text from my girlfriend like, "Did you tell your ex that I was chilling ill with you guys?" <laughs> yeah, I thought it was my be on that one, dude. <laughs> yeah, we'll call that a, <laughs> a chakra pop. That was a blanket. Yeah, all good. Pop. It's less sure, of a blanket, sure. more of a quilt apology on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. Some people mature. Some people stay the same. <laughs> it is what it is, right? This isn't. This is, but you don't have to mature through this podcast. True. You're I not obligated yeah. to that. I'm gonna try my darndest though, for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Let's let's get to this next uh, chakra. All right. We're to the gut chakra now. Um, so Matt, how do you move past disappointment, either in yourself or in loved ones? Uh, I don't get. Uh, very often disappointed in others, I think. I think I'm too like observant of myself and like what the reflection is of my behavior in it. That mm-hmm. sounds like very self-congratulatory, but it is pretty true to some effect. I just I have a hard time worrying about what somebody else did when I'm constantly thinking about like what did I do, how did it lead to that, mm-hmm. which I think was to some level the emotional uh, maturity, but I might be pushing it a little further where kind of some screwy shit will happen, and I'm like, yeah, but what did I do? What was going on there? Yeah, you're a maturity extremist. Probably so, yeah. Yeah. I'm a yeah, I'm a right wing maturity guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then how do you deal with moving past disappointment in yourself? Um it's probably like similar to the anxiety thing of the as soon as it's done, there's another opportunity in most cases pretty soon coming down the docket. Mm-hmm. So I just kinda look at it as like that sucked, that was bad. That was mean you did that. That was a bad set you had. That was a bad podcast, whatever. But usually there's not one. It doesn't take long for the next one to come up, I guess I would say. Okay. So I just kind of observe it as like it happened. It's so minuscule that the next one will be there for another opportunity to like at least right the ship a little bit. Yeah. It's like, you, I'm not going to worry about this disappointment when I got another one coming down the pipe. Basically, it's kind of that. <laughs> yeah, I have a conveyor belt. I'm the Ford of disappointment. <laughs> yeah, you're a futurist. <laughs> yeah, I'm a futurist, Red Wing, maturity, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I like that. So now, uh, I usually in this uh, section, I like to ask people uh, this, this question, which is whether through sports or any sort of performance art that you did, is there a disappointment that lingers in your mind still to this day? Oh, yeah. I was like, I have a very obsessive personality where I, unfortunately, my obsessive personality only leads me to get like a little bit good at stuff. I've never gotten incredibly good at really most things. Mm -hmm. So like for a little bit, it was skateboarding, then it was basketball in high school. And then most of basketball, I just kind of sat the bench and I was like, ah, the next year I'll get them. And then by your senior year, you're like, damn, I'm running out of years, dude, but I'll I'll redshirt for a senior year of high school. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) yeah, I spent most of that time just kind of like setting the bench, not getting a lot of playing time. And then you get, when you get in the game, it's garbage time. Mm-hmm. So everybody's there watching you and you're like, damn, that guy kind of sucks. He's only playing when there's two minutes left and they're down by 30. Okay. So I think sports gave me a lot of that as I got older. Yeah. It was a, it was a transformation where when I was younger, I was decent at them. And then as I got older, I think I kind of got phased out because of limited athletic abilities. Gotcha. I mean, that's, that is a good overall disappointment. And so I'm going to pry a little bit deeper, though. Is there like a specific sports event that still catches up with you every now and again? Like, for example, I'll give you mine. So I played football a year, uh, senior, senior year, not senior year, but at some point in high school, I played football. And I was, I was a defensive guy, but they put me in for one offensive play. It was a trick play where I was going to catch a two-point conversion. And it hit me right in the chest and and just I don't even know where the ball went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like I think about like every now and again, like it'll be quiet. I'm like, oh, oh you get like God. the shivers about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. Like it was the perfect pass. Yeah, <laughs> I was in the perfect position. There were no defenders around me. Did you hear like groans from the sideline or anything? Or you couldn't. Yeah, honestly, it, it took a while because like, <laughs> oh, like no. pe- it was like su- it, lo- it looked like such a sure thing that I don't think it registered to people that I missed the pass. Yeah. Until after like we all ran off the field and then two points didn't come up on the board. Oh, it was bad. No. Yeah. So but do you have any specific? Uh, uh This is <laughs> when I, I got so bad at basketball, I tried lacrosse my senior year. I don't know if you could tell about everything about me that I played lacrosse senior year, but I played and I was. All my, bud- all my buddies played. I thought it was like a low stakes, kind of fun little trick treat to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was four games in. I thought I was decent because I was only playing defense. I never had to touch the ball or do anything that required any skill or talent. So I was like, man, this might be my true calling. Maybe I'm the lacrosse guy now. And uh, it was an indoor game. It was like preseason. And 
my buddy was like, I'm going to throw you a pass to try to get you to score. We were up by a lot. And in the indoor stuff, you didn't wear, wear you didn't wear like full pads or like a full gear thing. So it was just like shorts, t-shirts and pads, helmet, whatever. And my buddy just like lobbed me a pass and I saw it coming and I was like, damn, I'm going to be the coolest guy of all time when I get this thing. So I grabbed it. But as the ball was coming to me, one of the biggest kids, maybe of all time, uh, ran full force into me and hit me backwards so hard that my shorts slid off and my bare ass rubbed on turf for probably about like a yard and a half. And unfortunately, there's no like cool way to talk shit after where you're like pulling your pants up and your ass hurts. Yeah. So and my chakra at this point was still closed, so I yeah, didn't have any like thing, open access. Yeah. yeah true. Turf gets up in there. True. I mean. <laughs> so I kind of got up. I was like, pussy. And he was like, dude, what? And I was like, I don't know. I'm so scared of you, dude. And that was, that was the entire interaction. So I do think about that one pretty often. Yeah, it's hard to talk shit in a sporting event when you realize at the moment you're realizing that you probably should have been wearing suspenders. Yeah, yeah. No, I went full boxers. Yeah. They were plaid too. They didn't even look cool, dude. All right, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good solid disappointment. I had some ass rash. Yeah, any, any any time your ass is out. Yeah. in a sporting event, not good. Yeah, it's a bad time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was concealed though. It was a little bit tasteful. Like if you saw me from the side angle with my ass out a little bit in the position I was in, it would look okay. It would look theatric, art, artsy kind of thing. Oh, so you were like ass to grass the whole time. I was time. ass to grass. I rubbed back <laughs> on my ass for a while. My butt yeah. hurt for quite a bit. Yeah, turf burns. <laughs> it was yeah. a tough one. <laughs> All right. We'll call that a chakra pop. Yes. We're popping them. Yes. Let's go. We're popping them. Yeah. We popped the root chakra twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be the favorite. Yeah. All right. Ace, keep it moving. All right. We're to the heart chakra now. So, Matt, what have you learned from grief? Uh, huh. Yeah, you blew your wad too early on that one, huh? God damn. <laughs> yeah, my friend died. That was a pretty big bummer. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I don't know. I think... Uh, probably the finality of stuff like again it just comes back to like i think i had a pretty sheltered upbringing i had a pretty solid life all around so i didn't like fully understand the stakes of most things Mm -hmm. so like when bad events happened like you know that happened with my friend and then i had like a family health emergency it kind of like drills it home like yeah no this isn't just like in movies or tv shows this can very much end at any time so i think i spent a lot of time you know, in those small times, when you, especially when you're dealing with a family matter, where those small times you have to yourself, where you're like, damn, this kind of sucks. Like, this mm-hmm. is pretty bad, and nothing can immediately fix it or relieve the anxiety or stress you're feeling. So I think just having that kind of sit on your shoulders for a little in a healthy way is a nice way to observe that these things are pretty high stakes, I guess. Yeah. Now, did, did that in, – in, in in realizing that things are high stakes, did that add anxiety or did it reduce anxiety? I think in the initial, it was like this like hyper loading of anxiety. Mm-hmm. It was like I maxed out with anxiety and then, you know, it became a little bit easier thereafter. Mm. Like my, my PR went up a little bit for how stressed out I was all the time. Yeah. And uh, I think it's been helpful for the most part. Like I had a thing with my dad. It was actually kind of not fun at the moment, but I was leaving my apartment. I have a roommate. Hell Yeah. And uh, as I was leaving, he was getting home and he didn't know anything that had happened. I was leaving to go back to my parents' house. And as he like drove past me, he's like, what's up, you pussy? And in the moment, he had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. But like that kind of moment broke the tension for me a little bit. And then I got to reflect on that and then go back to the, the anxiety of it, the totality of it. Okay. Yeah. So should I just randomly be calling you a pussy? Just I, it sure. would make me feel a lot better. <laughs> if you guys both call me a pussy in between answers, I relax a ton. <laughs> yeah. Ace, you want to try one? I'll, I'll throw it in when we're not expecting it. Okay. Ooh, that's yeah. how she does her pussies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a sneaky, sneaky pussy. <laughs> this is why people are breaking up, dude. You guys are yeah. sneak pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, do you have any follow-ups for that? No, I'm sorry. I thought somebody... I heard... I got totally distracted. Yeah. I thought somebody hit a car outside. Mm. It's my roommate. He's calling people's pussies outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's very persistent. All right. Do you need do you need a recap, Ansley? Are you good? <laughs> when when did you check out on I, this? Well, I, I know Matt's a pussy. Okay. Huge um, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was very sneaky. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> All right. Yes. So okay. So we will consider that a heart shock or pop. Yes. He popped it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In case, even if you didn't, even if Anthony wasn't here for it. <laughs> yeah. It happened. <laughs> yeah. Right. You don't need us both to be present for it to count. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. All right. Ace, you want to keep, are you, can you keep it moving? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm, I'm back now. Sorry. Uh, yeah. To the throat chakra now. So Matt, what's a favorite lie you tell, what's a favorite lie you tell or have told, um, extra karmic points if it's still in rotation. What's a favorite lie you tell? Huh. That's a tough one. 
good lie. Are you guys liars at all? Are you guys, you guys oh, are like white lies? Yeah. I mean, I call them black lies, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> black lies <laughs> matter, dude. They do. <laughs> I think they probably matter the most okay. in this current climate that we're in. <laughs> Timestamp, very good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know, it, it, I don't, I don't prefer to lie, mm-hmm. but you know, we're, we're human beings, and, and according, you know, there's there's that statistic that says like like humans lie with like all the time. Yeah, basically all the time. <laughs> like you know, so. Um, this is really more about uh, finding the awareness of those little lies that you kind of let yourself slide with. Okay. Well, then in that case, this one's going to maybe jar up some things. Not today, <laughs> but I'm usually a bit of a liar about being late to things. <laughs> I <laughs> promise you, I promise you, <laughs> your boy was hustling down whatever that road is, 76. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and made a couple wrong turns. I got off in Maniunk at one point. Don't really know how that happened. But that's usually something <laughs> I will do. I've been to your nah, house. Nah, dude. I live in New Jersey. Oh, that was... Uh, oh, that sorry. Was that was our producer's yeah, house. Yeah, We're doxing him. Go, see, yeah, go yeah, check yeah, him yeah, out, yeah. guys. <laughs> he leaves his doors unlocked. <laughs> uh, no, I, that's, a, that's a big thing that I do do. But I will tell you, in all truthfulness, I was a very prudent boy about it today. But usually I'll just tell people, like, um, five away, ten away. I think it's just, like, those small ones about, like, trying to uphold... Mm-hmm. Uh, a, uh, mm-hmm. The text I got was, I'm seven away. Seven yes. away. <laughs> and I was seven. I think, very honestly, at that point, I was six, dude, not to flex or anything. But Yeah, because it ended up being more. But no, 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 no big deal. We're not counting. We're not I'm going to think about this here. forever. As soon as I leave here, they're like, the fucking ginger was like an hour and a half late, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you're hiding most of your gingerness. I guess yeah. you can tell by his facial hair. Yeah. But yeah. it kind of looks like your skin. I've been trying the mustache <laughs> out. It's been, it's been yeah. a colossal <laughs> failure by almost anybody that's seen yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, so you lie about uh, when you about your timeliness. Are you late often? More often than I would like to be. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing. <laughs> I'm very again back to my polarized state. Is I'm either like 25 minutes too early. Like I'm not like a five minute early guy. I'll get there 25 minutes early and just kind of go sit, figure out what's going on. Usually with like shows, I'll just mm-hmm. get there overly early. And then other times I will be mulling around. And end up there like 10, 15 late. Not today. Again, <laughs> I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> All right. I mean. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Do you yeah. believe him about the not today part, though? Well, I'm still trying. To, like, he took some <laughs> wrong turns, right? But I'm like, you just ignore your uh, your map quest. Like, I assume you, like, had your. What? <laughs> I'm so scared right now, dude. Your I didn't think it was going to be a real thick. <laughs> I was on my map quest that my dad printed out in 1994, <laughs> yeah. and he. Some of the printer ink smeared, so yeah. I couldn't see. Yeah, you ignored your trip away trip tip? Like, really? <laughs> yeah. Why would you do so? <laughs> no, your uh, phone directions, you know? I, that's the part that just doesn't add up to me. I'm trying to believe you, Matt. I'm going I, I, to get there because this is the only thing I've ever been. <laughs> forceful about in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Made a couple wrong terms. I had to get out of work a little bit late today. Yeah. Your boy was defending, you know, Philadelphia or whatever I do. And it's just the overlapping of the map. It gets me every time. It's not yeah. even this, especially because I used to do, I used to do a lot of shows out in like towards central PA, mm-hmm. going towards like Pottstown and stuff. And whenever I get to that part where you can take three different exits at once, like Roosevelt Boulevard. That doesn't exist. The left one. <laughs> or you can go straight. Yeah, or, or, or the other one where you can go to Narnia. <laughs> yeah. And it's cool there, guys. <laughs> no. You're making up junctions right now. I promise, dude. I'll junction it up. <laughs> Conjunction, junction. I don't know what the fuck your function is. Yeah. but I'll... Maybe you need to stop using MathQuest. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse, dude. I'm not going with the new times. <laughs> All right, we'll take right. that. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take that it. That is a throat chakra <laughs> popped. Right? My throat hurts so bad right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, we'll call that. That's a throat chakra pop. Yeah. Ace, keep it moving. All right, so we are to the third eye. So now we're out of the physical into the metaphysical. So, Matt, what is something that you've always thought of as separate, but as you've gotten older, you've learned it's really the same? Mm. Oh, probably my parents. Like finding out that your parents are human beings. Mm. I mean, you guys probably, you know, you're at your parents yourselves have parents. Like for me, it was like, I, you know, you have this like hyper visualized perception of what your parents are, that they're not regular people. They're these like superheroes or supervillains, whatever. And then as you get older, like now that I like hang out with them, I'm close to my family and observe them. I'm like, oh, you're like regular people I could meet with mm. faults to some extent or like, you know, those now and very honestly, now that they've been more humanized. I think it makes their good qualities that I saw as a kid even cooler because before I wasn't looking at them as like regular people. But now when you see regular people with really good qualities, 
it kind of makes it a little bit better, I guess, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So now that you can see them as regular people, which one do you prefer to hang out with more? <laughs> uh, You're making them pick mom or dad? No, I'm making them pick a woman or a man. <laughs> a woman or a man in his life. Obviously he, he one of the bros, dude. My dad. <laughs> yeah. Although my dad's so before <laughs> My dad's more of the woman in the relationship, to be totally honest with you. My mom's kinda cool. She drinks, she smokes cigarettes, like a real bro. And then my dad just watches like American Pickers and he's like, Do you want to lay down on the couch and watch TV with me? And I'm like, No, I don't really think that big I spoon do. Or little spoon. Uh I go big spoon. It depends what kind of day it is. If I'm Matthew on that day, I'm going big spoon. Okay. And I'm rubbing his head for sure. Oh. Nice. Yeah. All right, follow up question. Which one of your kids do you guys love the most? <laughs> oh, don't actually think this. I'm so in breakups. I'm so in family devolved. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, you, you, they're, they're not old enough to really be distinguishable. <laughs> Somehow, the, that I thought the worst answer would be picking one. You see, you being like, I don't really like any of them yet. They're not really that cool yeah, yet. Dude. None of them has, have impressed me yet. <laughs> none of them can do like a kickflip or anything. I've seen tons of those. Well, I mean, I've, I've seen them try. <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing. But uh, okay, so uh, that's cool. So your your parents, you get to see your parents as as regular people. That they're did now. Does that make you more or less compassionate with your peers? Oh, I would say way more. Okay, why so? I, I think as long as you keep eliminating people that you high you hold in such high regard, you start to hold people in like a more leveled playing field, mm-hmm. and it gives you like the capacity for more compassion towards them. Gotcha. I feel like yeah. once you again it's just humanizing more people, it kind of makes it a little bit easier to like accept their faults or things they've done wrong because you're like, yeah, I've done that. I'm the same kind of person as they are. Mm-hmm. So I think it's made me a little bit more open to that. Is it? Are there any people that you still hold in a high regard that, you know, like maybe the veil has not been removed? Oh, Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah, dude. He rules. Have you have you seen him recently? <laughs> yeah, he looks bad, but. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just, <laughs> what happened to Tony Hawk? He, he, he just, He's just old and skinny. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's kind of what happens to like a person who maintains the, the skater lifestyle for way too long. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he looks older than he probably should look like. Like if he wasn't still trying to be like like a skater, bro. Yeah, and, like, let's go. You're like yeah. a skater, cooking. You know now nah, we're mean? talking. He probably would look good for his age. Yeah. But because he's like, you know, like still walking around with like Mountain Dews. And <laughs> it's just like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. he, he, looks he looks way older than he might, you know. I was not expecting some T-Hawk slander. You're not a fan, huh? I love Tony Hawk. I just think he Doesn't should. Doesn't sound like it to me, dude. I, I just, you know, I just think he just looks. He bad. needs to grow, <laughs> yeah, grow up. Like, like I, so I, 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 I still uh, mess with the X Games pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's a little secret. A lot of people maybe Ooh. don't know about me just by looking at me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you know this, but Bucky Lassick, mm-hmm. he competed recently in the X Games. Yeah. And Bucky, Bucky Lassick, if you don't know, he's from the era of Tony Hawk. He was he was on the first Tony Hawk game, mm-hmm. right? And. Uh, he looked so fucking old. Really? <laughs> yeah, and even like what he was doing, like you know, compared to what everybody else is doing, like I was like, I could probably do that. <laughs> like, I've never dropped in on anything in my life with a skateboard. I've never done anything cool with a skateboard in my life. Yeah. But seeing him do the things he did, I was just like, I got a shot. Yeah. Like, I think give me like four days and I can do a Bucky Lassick. Did like. people cheer him like, oh, look at this legend coming back? Or was he like trying to compete with the young kids? <sighs> it was so I, I, I purposely turned the volume down because I didn't want to hear them besmirch <laughs> somebody who was my age. <laughs> it was t- like, I, I struggle with that. Like, yeah. like when, when people that are my age are going to do things like with young people, I can't listen to the announcers. Yeah. Because all they talk about is like, well, good for him. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of that in sports, like uh, James Harden on the Sixers. He's 33, mm-hmm. and they're going to sign him to probably like a four-year deal, and they're like, this guy in two years. I mean, he's not going to be able to walk at that point. <laughs> and it's like he's just going to be 35. Yeah. yeah. And I used to think that that made sense when I was like, you know, 18, 19, 20. Now I'm 27, and I'm like, I, I got a couple – I got six, seven more years in me at least. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, so you're still – so you still hold Tony Hawk in high regard. The highest. But you can see your parents as human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what this podcast is like. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. That's another chakra pop. Yes, we did it. We're doing it. Yeah. And I think, where are we at, Ace? The crown. We are to the Woo, top. We it's made it to top. the top. We started from the bottom that we're here. Sweet. Yes. Yeah, that was fast. Yeah. Yeah, you're quick. 
Oh, I gotta make my answers longer. Anyway, no, Tony no, Hawk you. means so much to me because. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep it moving. All right, so Matt, this is a two-part question. Oh, speaking of which, after this, do you have time to stick around for the Patreon since we moved so fast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh hell yeah! Uh, All right, two-part question: What is something, one thing that you can't give up, and why? And what would giving it up mean? Uh, probably. It's going to be a little cornball, but like stand up and doing performative stuff, mm-hmm. which I kind of, you know, it just, I've been doing it for four or five years now. And it is like, I my, my life to some effect revolves around it now. So if I did remove it, I'd be like, I don't know what the hell else I'm doing. I'm just going to the gym and drinking for the most part. That's 90% of it. So I think just having like a fulfilling thing creatively. And uh, that also, you know, brings like a, a new group of friends that you hadn't had people you've met like cool experiences that you've had directly because of that so i don't think i could let that kind of run the he seams pussy. dude look dude i'm trying to make these answers long as hell now dude. i mean my friends <laughs> <laughs> i have cool new friends oh don't you don't have you up. don't have cool friends dude okay yeah no, i have kids and the lady man oh true that's sick yeah, yeah. Please let me give them up. No. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. I'm not. I'm not besmirching your friendships. <laughs> you're besmirching my friendships, did. dude. I, did. I love these I boys, dude. Did. But I was. It was. It was. I was mocking you in jest. Yeah. It was like, of course, friends matter. It's just you know, not yours. No, not mine. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, nah, dude. No, so I. I so yeah, you 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 have uh, comedy. You have the the friendships that comedy brings. And uh, is, was, were there more commas? I, I, I apologize. I interrupted you so hard. No, no, no. It's just my, my boys that apparently don't matter at all. These guys. No, I'm kidding. But uh, the, uh, yeah, I think it's just like that whole, having a whole new universe of shit to experience that you normally wouldn't have because of this weird thing that I do. You mm-hmm. know? Do you share any of that? Like any kind of like, I mean, you have these whole new life experiences because of what you've done. Like it's got to be. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing comedy for so long, I can't really separate comedy from who I am at this point. Yeah. And, yeah, so I, I, I agree with you to, mm-hmm. to an extent, but uh, I can also walk away from anybody. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just how I get down. Yeah, sure. Is that? <laughs> Not a me good answer. to know. <laughs> 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 up top, Ansley, uh-huh. on that one? Uh-huh. No? Right, I still keep going back, like, people are broken up here, like, even us. Who knows yeah. what's going to happen? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I no, I, I totally agree with with what you're saying. But Matt, this is this is a Matt quest. This isn't about this is Matt quest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is Google Matt. This is about you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, what would what do you think your life would be like without this stuff? Probably from like a normal perspective, better, <laughs> like <laughs> healthier, more focused on things that are important. But I, I think it's a little bit overrated. Like I'm doing the normal stuff for the first part of my day, usually with a desk job and. You go to the gym, pack your own lunch, you drive, you have the commute, all these kind of things. But then having something afterward that like your day doesn't end at 5 p.m., 6 p.m. And your weekends are not just full of like going out, going to parties, all this kind of stuff. Or just, you know, sitting around. There's actual shows and there's things to do that occupy your time that are like creatively fulfilling, I Mm -hmm. guess. So I think just that whole like, again, just opening up that universe of things to do that you normally wouldn't be afforded really with anything else for the yeah. most part. Well, I mean, what else? What, could you could you envision a different pursuit for your creative outlet? Probably not, dude. I'd probably be like a TikTok kid, unfortunately. I'd probably like be making TikToks for like 18-year-old douches. That's the best I would have. Isn't this awful? Can you believe that <laughs> this, is, this is what my life would be? Yes. <laughs> you could totally see that. <laughs> you look like a TikTok kid. You think so? Yeah, you look like somebody who just finished doing a cool TikTok dance. <laughs> <laughs> we can put one together. Dude, if you, you guys showed up with a Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't drink Red Bull? Do you guys use caffeine or what happens? Coffee, are... but I don't, I don't know if I've ever had a Red Bull. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should have bought one for the entire class. You guys could have tried it and felt I think different. it's going to give you a heart attack. Oh, like for I sure. think it's like as scary as like an intravenous <laughs> drug. Like I don't, I, I don't really want to think. This is going to be such a scary. Yeah. Okay, my bad on yeah. that one, guys. I don't know if I've ever. Ha- I've, I got a good whiff of a Red Bull one time, I and I was just like, yeah. not for me. Yeah. <laughs> what about like a pre-workout or anything? Do you guys get involved with that at all? Yeah, I do warm-ups. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not even the powder, no powders or anything like that. Nah. Wow. I'm, 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 I'm the natty daddy, baby. You guys are just raw dog in life. That's crazy. Yeah. I yeah. can't imagine. I'm I so scared. Started, I just started drinking coffee uh, a year ago. Really? Yeah. How do you drink it? Black or do you do put anything in it? 
I do drink it black. Yeah. <laughs> You're not surprised <laughs> by that, are you? Yeah. <laughs> I should have saw that one coming. Yeah. yeah. I, I, just, I, just, I drink it in a very tactical way. And I don't drink it every day. <laughs> uh, I only drink it for days where I know I'm going to like try to get a lot of work done. Yeah. And uh, He does I, a gulp and a sip. Go- one gulp. <laughs> yeah, one what? Sip, you guys are terrifying, <laughs> dude. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You guys do a gulp and a sip. You're judging an eight ounce. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do a gulp and a sip. I drink, she drinks I the drink whole a glass in the morning like a normal person. Just one. Yeah. Wow. It must be nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's, it's hard for us to get through one episode of two Jack bros without our guests doing at least one. It must be nice. <laughs> okay. Then it must fucking suck then. dude. <laughs> yeah. it it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I get one cold brew. Yeah. In the beginning of the week, and that lasts me throughout the whole entire week. That's crazy. I enjoy it. Mm. Yeah. Gip in a, a, salt, a gulp and a sip. <laughs> one gulp, one sip. I got off it for a little bit where I stopped using pre-workout, and I would just go like a cold brew a little bit before the gym just to get it jolted up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, that maybe lasted two months, and then I had to go right back on the sauce, the mm. fake sauce. Yeah. We're pretty amped up people. Like yeah. As people. We're pretty. We're pretty. Uh, we're just pretty, naturally. I, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty pretty hype. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're always down. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, let's yeah. fucking go. Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. fucking go. That's the oldest yeah. sentence I've ever heard. Yeah. You guys are hype and you're down. Pick yeah. one. Yeah, we're we're big LFG household. Let's fucking go. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think if you guys had a Red Bull, the fucking place might explode. That's probably a good thing then. I don't. I crash quickly. Yeah, that's why I don't, I'm 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 afraid of something like that. Like sugar makes like I get hype. You know, I, I extend my hyperness, but then my crash is like well below comfort level. Like I don't mm. like being less hype than I am at baseline. Okay. You know what I mean? It, it makes me very uncomfortable. You guys probably sleep good, huh? You have like a nice night of sleep. Mm. I mean, I sleep. I mean, how how would you qualify sleep? I guess like a night, like a solid seven to eight hours uninterrupted by anything. You. Well, I don't always get the seven to eight. Like sometimes it's less, but yeah. it's it's a solid like whatever chunk I get, it's a deep sleep. True. I guess I'm telling you guys, you guys have kids that you actually have to like <laughs> take care of, and I'm like, I have a hard time sleeping when I drank <laughs> too much the night before. Yeah, it's like I drink all this Red Bull and I can't sleep. Like, what, what is your secret, guys? <laughs> I cut it off by nine p.m., dude. I'm a health guru. Yeah. All right. So, uh, by the way, I, I I sleep probably like five hours a night, but that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> five hours. Yeah, but then I, I wake up, I get a little bit done, and then I take a, a nap. Mm. Mm, naps are huge. Well, for me, yes. Yeah. <laughs> In a yeah. large part of my day. Do you take like the healthy nap? I'm sorry to keep cutting you off about this. I just want to learn so I can start doing this, to be totally <laughs> honest with you. Do you take like a full, like a half hour, hour nap, or are you like a 15 minute punch it and get back up? Okay, I will say then um, I go back to sleep. <laughs> okay, sick, dude. See, now we're starting to get sick. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a better way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so like two hours, two hours. So that that gives me my like seven totals of sleep. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like it's not great. I need I need to I need to fix it. But Matt, <laughs> I'm trying to break you guys down off this health thing. I'm gonna be, gonna yeah, be, I've, I've, listen, be doing I've, shots by I've, the end of this I've thing, dude. I've never claimed to be a healthy person. I just look like this and yeah, go yeah. out into the world, and then people make assumptions about what I think and believe in the, in the world. Sure, you know. But like, I mean, I just I just recently had a bout with gout because I eat too ate too much sugar. Really? Yeah. Gout is from sugar? It can be if that's your vice. What did you eat that was so much? You were sugged up for a couple of weeks or was it just a one day you went hard in the paint? No, I was, was sugged up for a couple of decades, I would say. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. 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 He goes out at night and finds donuts. Yeah. yeah. So, you know how, um, <laughs> so uh, real quick. So what I was doing is <laughs> uh, anytime I would go from point A to point B with point B being home, right? I would stop at every Wawa in between and get three donuts wow. and crush them before I get to the next wall. <laughs> dude, you rule, man. This is what it's all about, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> now we're talking, fellas. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I like that. I listened to that and I was like, that's fucking gross. Dude. Yeah, 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 LFG, that's fucking gross. <laughs> that's yeah. incredible. Would you mix up the flavors or you would just go the same three Back to back to back. Um, technically, I mixed them up, but it was also technically the same three. So I would go <laughs> one Boston cream and then one either, uh, then two. So the other two would be the uh, the strawberry frosted with sprinkles or the vanilla frosted with sprinkles or the chocolate frosted with sprinkles. Oh, yeah. So those would be the other two. 
And then I get to the next Wawa, and then I do two Boston creams, and then one of the sprinkles, and then the next Wawa, because I would typically always hit three. Yeah. You know, and then I would switch back to the two sprinkles, one Boston cream. So it's like, technically, this, no, I'm not mixing it up, but I am mixing it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love this, dude. This yeah. is incredible. Yeah. It's probably the worst thing about me. I'm dying. <laughs> no, it's a great thing. You're gouted up. You're yeah. having a good time. You're losing your foot. Things are great. Yeah, let's fucking gout. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, Matt, that was it, man. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel like I've learned a lot about myself. Awesome. I think. I feel like my chakras are pretty open. Nice. And Good. I feel like I was guided very safely by two experts. Nice. Wow, we've never been called experts before. No. <laughs> <laughs> Once I heard you were eating yeah. donuts, you became an expert to me. Because I was like, this guy's on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> man, yet your parents are human, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. We're experts. Yeah. <laughs> his parents are normal people. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's fucking go. <laughs> I guess, just, guess I should have said, let's fucking guide. Yes. Big yeah. LFG household here. Yeah. yeah. So, All right. So what we're going to do now, Matt, is we're going to hop into the Patreon. And what we do there is we're going to enlighten your shadow self. I, I wish we would have gave you some kind of warning before. Let's do it. And uh, what you guys are going to do is you're going to check out Matt's podcast, That Rules. Uh, his podcast he does with uh, John Montag, who was on here before. He was the guy. Let me remember. He was... Um, what, what, what he was like he he was uh the lowest form of everything oh yeah like the lowest form of being promoted the lowest <laughs> form of like yeah that was a good time yeah that was yeah. a good time so you can check out his episode and then uh then check out their podcast it's a really fun time uh they're just you're chopping it up with some comedians they're really funny they're just have they're just having a good time yeah, dude. right and then you can check out our patreon one dollar gets you all of our exclusive content which not only includes the counter to this podcast you're watching right now which we call two jack bros after dark but we also do some fight commentary and analysis on ansley's jujitsu matches whether she wins or loses we put it out there mm-hmm. matt anything you need to say thanks for having me this ruled that rules my podcast whatever you want to do watch sid's episode it was awesome with brian Fennell. and thank you guys this was a lot of fun nice all right Thank you guys for watching. We love you and we are out. See ya. Two Jack Rock.